for Monday afternoon, June 11th, 2007. This is episode 23 of the Anime Roundtable. Hello from Mississauga, I'm Mike Nicholas. Today on the show, everyone has had a say on the Seven Seas cancellation of Nymphed over the last few weeks. We'll give our impressions of the controversy as well. Also, we'll run through some of the bullets and talk a little bit about the retail climate as a popular local store here ends its run. It's all coming up next. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers and the comic den Mississauga. Also, the following contains mature material and moral language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. I thought uh, since you always joked around about this place being like a bar, I'd play the Cheers song uh, just before we get started. And now a word from our sponsor. Um, well, here well, here we go, guys. This is your last chance to back out, so, uh, you know. We can't back out. We can't back out. In our store. <laughs> Mics are kind of already here. The mics are already here, and it's okay, all set up we'll, on your counter. We'll leave so. and lock the door. Well, the, the, the door's already locked, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, Except they have the stuff still in we, here, so they don't know if we're going to we'll leave it. We'll be on the other side of the door. Yeah. <laughs> well, the sign's there, so. Anyway, this is a very special episode because once again we are on location from what used to be the Comic Den in Mississauga. Um, the old store is closed up for the final uh, has closed up for the final time. That happened yesterday, and today they're beginning to empty out the place. Uh, so, but it's kind of nice to be able to do the show from here. But so let's go once around the counter because we're at, we're on the uh, old counter here. Um, so to my left, North American Industry Observer James Austin. He'll join me is joining me as always. In addition, we have two spe- very special guests. Uh, Terry and Anthony Visser are the owners and proprietors of this store, which ended its 28-year run as a retail operation yesterday. And just to start, I want to thank them for doing this show since we've been trying to get them on for a very, very long time. That's good. That's fine. Thanks. I don't mind. Well, it, it, it's I don't kind know of interesting. What I'm inter- getting myself into? Oh yeah. Well, you know, we'll see what the lawsuits say. We'll see what the lawsuits <laughs> say after, thanks, thanks afterwards. Thanks for making right? me feel so you, confident. Using the cheer theme. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's a midi, so you know, you know, and we're not, and we're not trying to make any money off of it. <laughs> no. Yet. Off of it. Yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, but it does. Yeah. Looking at, around the store today, and I was here yesterday. Except for blackmail. Oh, at least. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. Does it, that count? Not really. <laughs> no. No. Anyway, nobody pays for this, so except me. <laughs> look at the look at the mics. Um, I was here yesterday for closing when uh, this place closed up the last time. And this is like the first time I've stepped in here since then, and this may be the, one of the final times I'll ever step into this store. Uh, it looks odd to look at it now because it's like a mess with all the shelves coming down. Yeah. So. To me, it just looks barren because you remember like, all the stuff they had. Yeah. Like, incredible well, selection. Yeah. There's that, a lot of bookcases of. Come on, yeah. Old stuff. Yeah. And for reference, while we were setting up, you can actually walk around now. Yeah, you can actually yeah, walk no. around and <laughs> and put some stuff. This is like a, how many square feet in it on this floor? Or do you remember? Um, I think it's about seven hundred square feet. Seven hundred yeah. square it's feet. It's actually pretty small. Yeah, this is like cramped and cozy. I think that was what the Mississauga News article referred to it as. Yeah. So, 
Um, it's odd to step in here, but it is very odd to set, step in here now, knowing that nothing else will ever happen in this, or for the most part, nothing else will ever happen in here. It's up to the developer. It's up to the developer uh, now. As far as I know, it's all going to be torn down. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like the, most of the things in this area, with the new condos going up and buying yeah. all the older uh, rundown places, it's kind of like a mix at the moment. It's in transition in the city well, core. Yeah, well, it's kind of sad that this building's been here since '43. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, from this spot, just and just so you know, this from our understanding of this of this very building, um, this used to be like how, houses for returning soldiers from yeah. World well, War II. Well, the, the building used to uh, was up north. It was more like a cottage actually originally, mm-hmm. and when they needed housing after World War II, they brought it down here, put it on a new foundation, so they could quickly get up enough housing. Mm-hmm. At what but, point do you know? At what point did this come down here, though? Do you remember, or like around? It was as far as I know, it's been here since '43. At this, in no. this very spot, or so at, the, at yeah. the tail end of. Okay. Because so when we were renovating, we found newspapers from '43. Wow. Yeah, it's yeah interesting. but that could still be left over yeah. from the original, original, from what was originally built. It's yeah. actually interesting because when I first came here, it reminded me of the Grange in Mississauga, which is at Dundas and Sir John's Homestead. And that's probably maybe even older, just as old. And it's like the similar old cottage in the same feel and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. And it, we don't seem to have many of those left because, as they said, they're either going to be destroyed or they're being protected by mississauga heritage if they can get yeah. all the sheets in you know what i mean yeah and so, it's kind of sad that we lose some of those yeah and this and this building is slated for demolition not too long after you guys uh, i don't apparently. know when they're going to actually yeah, do no it uh, it might not even be till the you know next year i don't year know when after. he's going to start construction mm-hmm. he might rent it out to somebody uh, until he's ready to go i don't know it's just all I know is this month is our last month that we can yeah. be here. And for reference, um, this the land that this store is standing on is uh, slated to become eventually a hotel, from what I understand. Yeah, yep. So, That's the latest word. Mm-hmm. Whether it's it actually kind of goes that way, I don't know. Okay, but yeah, but that's what's uh, set to happen. That's why the store closed up. Obviously, we, there's some, and we also cited some health problems for um for Terry. Well, the the problem was the we would have to leave. There was no question about that. Mm-hmm. The building was sold, and we would have to relocate. The problem is Terry's been having some problems with his feet, and he has to go back to surgery. And if he does, when he does go, he will not be able to work for four months. Yeah, it's that's... non-weight bearing. He has to be off his feet for four months. Absolutely can't be. And mobile. when this yeah. happened in around December, January, when the doctor doctor was going on, no, it had to be done soon, soon, soon. So we figured, oh, it's going to be this summer. Well, this summer is when we have to move, set up a new location, and do everything yeah, while Terry's going to be gone. Now it's going to be much later because it seems it takes the doctors ages to get themselves organized or <laughs> find, <laughs> our great health system, find right? uh, time, it's an free. opening, or whatever. It's not, it's, like it's not going to be until the winter. Yeah. But the way it was originally going to be going... I would have to do it all myself, mm-hmm. yeah, and there's do. no way I'm going to do this. Okay. I did yeah. once before, mm-hmm. ran the yeah, store by we, myself for been, three months. We've been uh, around and for that, that was, so and we saw that, that was a pain. Yeah. I got mm-hmm. so behind on things; mm-hmm. it was a mess. In the previews, I remember that. So, yeah. and we've always relied on our mother to kind of fill in if one of us isn't feeling well, or if we had doctor's appointments or anything like that. And well, she can't do it as much either. She's yeah, she's. In her, Mid seventies now, and uh, yeah, she knows she needs hip a, surgery. And she, I noticed the cane because that was that was a more recent yeah. thing but, I saw with her. But with 
everything that was going on, we thought it would be the best thing to do. We thought yeah. it was time. Yeah, and after twenty eight years, after twenty eight years, no real vacations, well, no yeah. <laughs> passport I, last expired when eighty two. <laughs> last time I used a passport was in eighty two. Yeah. Well, I went to uh, you, have, you all have a couple the months. Netherlands and England. It's going to take uh, a while to get a passport here, you know. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, well, they said I think they, you have the time, but it's going to take a little while. With the new rule changes, they might get lucky. I heard they may they're making it easier if you were well, a if previous they, holder. If they uh, incorporate not, to the uh, the uh, driver's license, then yeah, it would be better. Well, that was only for the states. That's, yeah, that's only for going uh, across the border. Outside, uh, but right America. now, I'm in no rush to get up. No, we're not going to be moving anywhere, doing anything very quickly. Yeah. Because Although, it's going to take us a while. After my surgery. Yeah, so it'll be like probably a, a good year from now before you go overseas at least. Uh, at winter or spring, maybe. Yeah, well, this we'll winter see. or spring or like next well, winter we'll or spring? We'll or? I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll have to see, see how things go. Right now, I have to wait until my ankle surgery. Yeah, for that. And it looks like we're still going to be pretty busy for the next while. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, we'll talk about we'll talk about what the what's uh, next for the comic then a bit later on. Um by the way, has it hit yet that this store is now closed? Like I mean, <laughs> I mean, you guys were in such I, a I flurry. think it'll hit me when the place is empty. Probably when you leave well, when, when, when I hand it in the key to the uh, real cleared, estate agent. Yeah, when we cleared uh, everything out and the place is empty mm-hmm. and I'll probably when it will hit me. Yeah, I mean, the thing was, like, it, there was a big flurry at 6 p.m. last night oh, to see that. Cause yeah, I wasn't here, here so here, how so. was that exactly? There were a lot of people. They were still quite a bit, and they were still was, looking for bargains here. So. Well, we, oh, we were trying to get the lowest price, in. I guess. Oh, well, they were already so deeply discounted. I mean, I walked I out. Know, I mean, I took a, I, I'd made, I took, a, like, an entire set, one more set of manga before I left. Oh, what what was your last purchase, so to speak? Oh, last purchase sent on Kerwin, on old Kerwin here. My last purchase was the first 21 volumes of Hannah Yuri Dango. Oh. So, um... To, uh, the thing is, it's going to be a while before I read it, and I'm pretty sure one or two volumes have come out since that, since 21. Probably. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I won't be in. A, I can't be in a hurry to get them. I, I shouldn't be too eager to get them right now. Well, we really stopped ordering for the stands already for a month or so. Mm-hmm. So because we didn't want to get stuck with too much. Yeah, yeah. and that's under uh, that's understood. I mean, sometimes you'll take in stock of something you know you can sell a couple copies of. Yeah. But so. eventually, you even have to stop that because mm-hmm. it's especially with trades. They do generally take a while to sell. Uh, with the regular comics, people come in right away because it's it's much more immediate. But the trades, well, they come in when they get around to it. So it can sometimes take people weeks yeah. before they uh, they pick them up because they know they'll be here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I mean, what's about to say? Um, oh, continue. <laughs> you want to? Th- you have a thought on that one? I mean. I'm not oh, too he, much, but he, I he picks up pretty regularly. I, I, I pick well, up my because I'm kind of the person where I want to get it immediately and stuff like that. So that's why I kind of know relatively from the internet what's mm-hmm. coming in and out of the comic book stores. So I'll relatively hope they're on time. But as we know, yeah. that's not always the well, case. Well, the other <laughs> thing too is some things come in on a fairly regular basis, yes. and others you get nothing for three weeks, and then mm-hmm. you get a whole stack of books. Kind of like then Tokyo Pop. Nothing again. And I'm still waiting for the next volume of Ryori Yoshi. It's, it's, it's this street-ed. week. It should be this week. It's, it was apparently set to street this week. It should be this last week. week so. it should, no, it's it not. Should, it's not in there. It should be. Understand. Is it not? It's oh, not. No, no, it's this week. It is this week. I told you. It is this week. It is this week. Oh, I'll see you. I'll see you Wednesday. (laughs) I was gonna check. um, I was gonna check uh, this week. Double check. Double check my numbers there. Yeah, it's there. My number. My number should be there too. (laughs) Yeah. 
But um, actually, I'll have to send you, uh, once you've read that, uh, not a scanlation, but a raw of the final volume. Mm-hmm. You said you're and, interested, and, 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 and it's going to be not till October till we'll see. Yeah, the and, and, and to Tokyo Pop, if they're listening, which they probably oh, aren't, coming for you. They, they don't have to worry about me not buying it. I can't read Japanese, and I do intend to finish it all up anyway. So, well, you know what annoys me, but though? I just got to know what happens. You know what annoys Everyone me? Everyone dies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone dies. Well, actually, he goes postal. With the way things are about, the way the pot's going, that that could happen. So, well, no, I was just going to say I that. goes postal. That annoyed me was that um, Welcome to NHK is going three months and it's coming out in September. And I'm like, why? Why couldn't they just end Aoi Aoshi? Because we know it was all done like a year or two ago. Probably even more so. So, The thing, though, about I love about his little shirts is remember that he like, I want more anime of Aoi Aoshi. And then he got it. And then you're kind of like, it'd be intriguing if Genion would want to do a third season. But there's only so much left of the manga that they could well, they, do which is impossible I'd love yeah. to see unless it be an old a little bit more a little bit more uh, doesn't yeah, mean they, they can't do side stories the thing was no. like they never they stopped the anime they stopped the Aoshi anime just before the real meat of the story happened no I know that yeah. was kind that, of the that's where thing it got that really was... good hmm. I'd love a second uh, third season so there's though so you know we'll, we'll yeah, see lots that of, lots of animes that do that yeah, uh, stop before Kerry you know, Cano is geez, another one but too. You are, but you ultimately, but it's ultimately, it. yeah. But ultimately, and you've always said this: anime is sometimes an advertisement of sorts. Anyway, yeah. a lot of cases, it's yeah. Um, it's it is to get you to go out and buy the books, mm-hmm. yep. or or whatever other product that has yep. has spawned from it. Yeah. Like, well, it's part of the whole marketing thing. Yeah. Well, A.R. Yoshi was different in a way because the anime was a little more serious than, say, the manga because the manga was an animal, and we all know what's an animal. It's like uh, the harem and berserk and stuff like that. So it there was still some seriousness, but it still was what it was, I'm a not harem. I'm so sure. Like, the thing you know was, I mean? I, the, the tone just felt even to me, like, reading, mm-hmm. bo- having read through quite a bit of the manga and having seen the entire anime. The tone to me just felt even. Yeah. Like I mean, I mean, they were consistent with each other, so I yeah. had no problems. Yeah. I, I'm not saying they were too both. consistent, but I'd say a tiny bit more serious than the anime. Not as much of the over the top and a few scenes that were in the manga. Mm. Yeah, but lots of times anime lends itself to be a little bit more over the top because you've yeah. got not just well, static images, you've mm-hmm. got more visuals. And yeah. generally, when somebody's watching something that's moving, they want it moving. Mm-hmm. And they want, they want it, yeah. And I mean, people well, can you have a tendency this. to more to you can go throw a little in more uh, slapstick. And, I, yeah. and then no, that might no, be part of the on. big appeal of how of how do he because. Um, when they animated it, it had been like it had been those light novels to that point last year, mm-hmm. and then when they animated it, it was like such high quality animation from, like from what everyone's te- like. I can't tell these things, like I have trouble sometimes telling those things. But everyone who has a good sense of like of the whole uh, of animation quality and put in the process that goes into it, it it's hard pretty to impressed. tell when we're watching fans. Yeah, like for, <laughs> like for us, it's hard. Like, I think yeah, we can yeah. tell it a little bit more. I think we can get a better sense of it as we as the yeah. DVDs start coming out. Well, oh yeah, well, yeah. As but as there's some it. some shows where there's clear differences. You can even on a, a low quality fans up, you can see that they're really badly, cheaply done, and others that are high I was quality. Able to, I, but it's, if it's at least decent. Then the, that little bit extra you don't always notice. Yeah. If it's decent, but the thing is, like sometimes, like if it's really high quality, so even the even the most um, untrained eye like mine 
will start to sit, tell a yeah. few things, and that's yeah. what I yeah. even on the fan sub with her with Haruhi, yeah. I start to see that a yeah. lot of it. You can tell if there's a lot of motion going on, even mm -hmm. on s relatively static shots where they're just standing there and talking, but mm -hmm. there's still motion in the yeah. in the face, in hair, uh, uh, and, and that, uh, mm -hmm. and that mm -hmm. usually tells uh, you that it's a little bit higher. Unlike Nagima, <laughs> I couldn't watch the the fans. The original version. Yeah. I was thinking I couldn't watch. They've it. It improved so it considerably bad. for the uh, DVD for the, release. Uh, oh, now I know what the term. When we were talking about Kujibiki Unbalance a couple days ago, I said that um, they were talking about two versions. The word was alternate universe. I think because yeah. essentially mm -hmm. the second series is an alternate universe. So. Lots of that. So yeah, there's that. Like around, that. yeah. Okay, so twenty-eight years. Yep. Uh, backtrack a little bit. Twenty-eight years. That means you started this as a teenager. And, yes. Yeah. yeah and, high and Anthony came along. I, I and opened the store uh, yeah, right point? out of high school. I yeah. opened the store. Opened the store, and you ran out of flea markets for a while. Flea markets, conventions. What at what point did you uh, start the retail? Like, uh, you know, it started in a store, like in a. Well, the the store like, as soon as I got out of high school. But you did the flea markets during flea high markets, school. Flea markets, conventions wow. before that. I was in Bremley City Center uh, every week. I think there's another oh, story there now. He kind yeah, of started there because one. my mother was finding comic books at garage sales, and she was doing flea markets. So she said, "Here, you can sell these." So she passed them on to Terry, and yeah. that's when I it kind started. Of took, overtook the, uh, <laughs> 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 and it basically took. But I, I waited sense. until I was finished high school before I opened the store. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And where was the first location? Because I know this wasn't the. This isn't the, like this was like maybe the second or third. This no, is no, the second. second. This is the second. We one? were so on. By the Lakeshore Arbor Road, Cothra area. Okay, okay. Uh, there about two years, five years. Five we years was five years. Okay. Wow, and then and then here. Then here. Yeah. But mm -hmm. at the point at the end there, they doubled the rents, and then they doubled it again, uh, and then we go, this is ridiculous for just a little store. Yeah, and given that's when the we area. decided to yeah. buy a piece of property. And you found so this, that, and you stumbled on this whole place. Well, yeah, yeah. so mm -hmm. that we weren't subjective to uh, a landlord. Yeah, it, well, it worked out nicely uh, coming here. I think. Yeah, in the long run, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was, yeah. it's been too small for a long time. Yeah, I think in the ten years we had I've planned here, a so. move already yeah. a long time ago, but then the developer came, and if things had settled right away, it would have been fine. But it took yeah. five years. Yeah, mm. yeah. I, I mean, uh, in my visits to the store, I once I periodically saw the developer come here actually because mm. I, I hung around the store quite a bit, probably <laughs> yeah. more so than my for my own good, mm. too much so for my own good. So you saw, I saw that, and uh, yeah, that was a dragged out process. Yeah. Glad it finally got done at least. Yes, yeah, it took a long time. But and I guess you made a little bit off, if, the, uh, if, off the property. Well, so. unfortunately, if it was done earlier, we would still continue our store. But if it had been happened earlier, uh, if it had happened within a year of when he originally approached us, uh, we would have been in a new store and everything would have been fine. Mm -hmm. It's just that it because it took so long, it came to a problem. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was also three surgeries ago. <laughs> <laughs> At what uh, at what point did the um, anime start coming in? Like, I mean, obviously with well, with we, comic books, they all have to diversify somehow. Well, right? we started doing the the rental and specializing in eighty seven. So this was like twenty. Well, years as ago. soon as it uh, came out on videotape, we had them. when Anime Eagle and Eighty Vision started. Yeah, you know, and we got into renting because the tapes were so fifty two ninety five. Yeah, fifty-two yeah, no. ninety-five for one episode, just like yeah. in Japan, yeah. just like Bandai Visual. It's like we're going just back in time. We're going back in time. Bubblegum so, crisis. Those are Criterion versions. Yeah, 
versions. <laughs> so this yeah. apparently they're actually good versions. Well, I but don't know. Haven't they seen should one. be. That's too expensive. When you use the name Criterion, I think they should be. Maybe, they should so. be, right? Mm. When Bubblegum Crisis started, it was fifty-two ninety-five yeah. Canadian. Wow. And people are asking, "Why don't you just rent them out?" And it's like, and you did. Okay. That's when we started. So in eighty-seven, we started doing the rentals, mm-hmm. and we told ourselves we we're going to have everything that was released commercially, yeah. and we mm-hmm. did. Yeah, for like for comic book stores, I mean, with such stores, they always have to diversify, and sometimes yeah. what they what they choose is what mm-hmm. is is key. Some well, they, like I've been into anime since early eighties with the like with, with the robot. before there were fan subs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you know, like people are so lucky now. <laughs> <laughs> when, when you then you had to trade tapes and yeah. they would have been you know, like not even seven, subtitled you six had generations to, not subtitles and everything and, uh, and when you if you were lucky you got a s- translated script in your hand <laughs> <laughs> you no. can read while watch the show no. so yeah you know, the subtitles weren't starting then yeah oh, there was no way to do it at that time other places in the early got, 80s other places got more into the rpgs and then sports yeah cards. for the most part most of the stores in canada have had to diversify the, the, yeah. the comic book market isn't what it used to be and you can't do just comic books anymore there's no in the u.s thing. there is some huge comic book stores that deal nothing in comics but then in a lot of cases there, they could be the only comic book store in, you know, two, three hundred miles. Yes. And this, mm-hmm. and this place, yeah. according to, I think, um, Diamond. Uh, when we had the retailer meetings here, these were the largest meetings was in the Toronto Tr- area. Because there was more stores coming to the meeting than anywhere else in uh, North America. So there's like more in the, like the, the there, in there are of, more stores in the GTA area than any other city in North America. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's, and... You know, that kind of show. And in the U.S., there's entire states without a single store. Yeah, a comic crazy. book store, much less yeah. an anime yeah. store. No. So, no. But I we're talking and we're talking on comics. Forget the anime I, stuff. Actually, I was thinking back to comics and stuff like that. Um, I was thinking of Viz and Dark Horse. They were the first forays looking at mm-hmm. the Japanese comics. And well, Eclipse was like doing Richards quite a bit of that. And those time. as well, yeah. yeah. Did, like, Eclipse, how, did Eclipse do the first Robotex? Or who, no, who that did? was Comic-Co. Comic-Co? Yeah, you're right. was doing Robotech. And they all got, uh, they all died because of uh, Marvel flooding the market at that time. <laughs> but the first ones, they, they not only flipped them, they colorized them mm-hmm. to try to make it much more American. Yeah, race, of course, After was a big. while, they stopped the pretty colorizing. Pretty disastrous. Yeah, well, the, the first two it didn't issues. sound like it would have gone well. Well, the first two issues of Ramna were in color. Yeah. Actually, I would have been curious to see what that looked like. That would if be... only for sheer shock value. Well, and there's quite a few issues of, you know, like Crying Freeman that were done in color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I saw that too. Or yeah. colorized. I think but, I saw that. But we, for a long time, were telling, why are you bothering? Just, just cost Don't them. flip yeah. them. Just well, change they the word balloons to. and print them. They, yeah, they were, well, they were afraid, afraid to. How, and how many years did that take? Well, it took a long time. Yeah. Uh, it was Comics 1 that really brought out the, the format that we know. They weren't as successful with it until Tokyo Pop started yeah, Tokyo Pop. But they were the first one, I think, to really do, do you well, the title was a celestial? kind of experimented yeah. with it with their Eva and Dragon Ball. Well, uh, the unflipping. Well, yeah. Dragon Ball, they had to unflip. Yeah. Or not fl- mm-hmm. flip because the uh, creator wouldn't allow them to. Mm-hmm. But Eva Akira was Kurosawa more the experiment. A, they gave us um, Akira la- Toriyama's a brave versions. man. Yeah. I said Kurosawa. He was a brave man. Yeah, he was Toriyama's a brave man, to say. But yeah, the so. format, as we know it, the slightly smaller size, the 200-page. Yeah, digest I think, size. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comics 1 was the first one to, to bring yeah, that out. Yeah. Oh, wait, do you and they're not the ti- around anymore. Do you remember the title? 
No, not forgot offhand, the title. No. That's the thing. Mm. I mean, I remember getting, I think it was Celestial Zone, or I don't know, mm. I forgot. Anyway, um, so I guess we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about this. But you know what? We're over time. We, we, and we do have to actually get to the to some of the business. To the actual business, huh? Yeah. yeah okay. that's we'll, we'll, get down we, to business. We talked, yeah, and, and, and <laughs> you know what? We, we've talked enough about the past because, you know, sometimes that's pretty depressing. <laughs> well, I was just happy I was able to do it for 28 yeah, years. Yeah. Well, we have to, and, but like we said, it's not completely over for them. And we'll talk about what, what's in store for Comic Den a bit later. Um, but let's continue. Um, remember what Anime Nano said about Nymphet way back in January? They said, um, they showed a picture of the cover from Nymphet and gave the premise. Mm-hmm. And they said, story that are, um, here's a manga that will never be distributed in Canada. Now a couple weeks later, now a couple weeks ago, forget Canada, it's all of North America now. I hate to tell you, but remember I gave the uh, little blurb and we kind of had our thing with it. I'll have to change my mind on that, yeah. remember, because we hadn't particularly looked at the whole package. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, I hope at the Anime Nano podcast, just for reference, I hope they do come back eventually in some form. That It's been months and uh, that, was one of, that was one I actually like listening to. Well, I know, I know that this story has been blown out and overdone over the last few weeks. Actually, it's what we should call it is the story that just never wants no, to die. There's does. always a new angle coming yeah. out every yeah. day. And, we're, and I, maybe we'll provide a few more here. Uh, it's certainly an interesting one, and I know the discu- and obviously the discussion's far from over. So, as many of you know by now, Nymphet or Kodomo no Jikan has been has seen its North American license cancelled by seven Cs. Um, just browsing around on the internet, there's been many made comments made or already, obviously, including comments by both the mangaka and the head of Seven Cs, which uh, I, I know we'll get to a bit later. Uh, but many have given their two cents, so I guess all of us here will give our two cents Canadian, or as it translates <laughs> to in the U.S., two cents. Two cents. <laughs> <laughs> the, do- the dollar has almost caught up. Um, almost, so, yeah. what's your like? You, I know you want to finish your thoughts, so finish up. Uh, James, well, what's your other thought? Well, it's I guess what I probably should say is that originally when we were talking about before in the previews and stuff like that, because this is going to become an anime season, sorry, an anime series for the summer season. And we basically were talking about, we were joking about, but now looking at it and all of us agree now, it's gone into a realm where I don't think any of us could stomach that and accept that in North American society regardless of what the author says or what Japanese society says, because they're using people in grade three, young children, and over-sexualizing them and showing them in ways that I've never actually ever seen before in my life. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. Actually, we should mention at this point that um, all four of us have copies of, have seen copies of, of scanlations. Uh, Terry Anthony and myself actually do have a raw a raw scan of volumes one to three, and uh, and I we don't also have, have it anymore. <laughs> and, uh, and we yeah, have a scanlation, okay. and and I and I and we have a scan, and they all we also have a scanlation of the first volume, which Neil pointed, uh, which Neil Sinclair pointed out to me uh, via Rapid Share. Uh, so you should be able to find it there. Um, what were your and I know, like you you made your reaction just known because you said I deleted within, it as soon as I looked. After sent me an email it. saying I couldn't go on. It's wrong. I mean, a nine-year-old well, acting like an eighteen-year-old. Yeah, some of the dialogue is uh, that this, this, these little girls are a little too sexually aware. Probably for say. their age. I was kind for of their age. Nine-year-olds doing these things. We talked about ah. uh, the images in volume yeah, one, and he wrong. pointed he pointed out 
volume three is the tipping point. And then we saw that one with them going to buy the bra and then her fondling the one's breast. Yeah, you're like, why, why are you doing that? At this and age, and why are you well, selling they that? Do. that you know that's, what I mean? That's, that's common in anime, common in manga. Well, it's common, but you know what I mean with and this age group. You know what I mean? It's. I, I've even my... seen it, and you know, they always go on. It's it's this type of thing is an anime where they want to fondle the other breast. I've even seen it in live action shows where the one woman's doing it to another woman. Maybe in Japan they're a little bit fixated on this. I don't know, but it doesn't seem to be that uncommon. It's it, to me some of the other stuff was more the uh, some of the pinups that with the the poses and all that. And I go, who are you appealing to? The only th- person I could see that actually would like this is a pedophile. I mean, who are you appealing to with some of these things? And some of the imagery um, in I think that was the first part in the uh, the third volume where she's up at the water fountain. And it's very phallic design, <laughs> the way she's drinking from it. And I'm going, she's nine years old. Yeah, you know, it's old. fine if she's just drinking from the fountain. But the way the panels are laid out and the way things going on, I'm going, okay, you're making it something that it's not, maybe. And <laughs> you're, you're pushing this too much. Maybe if they only stuck to the story... Instead of and the visuals. Yeah. tone down the visuals, it might be okay. It must be. Or if they had the visuals, but a little bit more mundane story, it would have been okay. Or if like Crayon Shinchan, where he does a lot of weird stuff too, that's outside <laughs> of the it's done for laughs and very broad, and then it becomes more acceptable. This is it's a, a dramedy that has the subject matter, has the dialogue and the visuals. It's too much. Might be more acceptable there because they're maybe a little more used to it. Here, it's not. And that's what it well, comes down to. I would, I would say, like, it's acceptable if it's at an older range and stuff like that because we well, see these if, jokes before. And if, it's the, narrow, if she you know, was in her late teens, it'd be fun. It would be, be a perfectly fun. ordinary yeah. manga be because fun. the type of story would, uh, teachers would go, she's, I know this. I've had this happen to me. This is, this yeah, is the going thing is, on. The thing is it would have been perfectly normal. The story in itself is not necessarily unique. No, and maybe but even it is unique for a nine-year-old. And to see it play I mean, out like this, she I'm should, pretty sure thoughts like that... In like, the first volume, she's already basically extorting from the teacher, but she pulls her panties down and says, what would happen if I scream now? That's I the first mean, picture she, I see in the scan, yeah. I think. <laughs> yep, <laughs> that's... Well, the story is very small-minded. Like, it's going from gag to gag to gag to gag, and that's very disturbing the way it's going. Like, there is story, but it's very, very small. The other thing is you've got... And Canada's not so bad, but you've got to remember in the States, the retailer is somewhat responsible. He can... Yes, we've if, heard if this somebody this is, There's some famous cases here. He can go to jail. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a number of cases... Probably part of the problem is in the U.S. for the most part, the um, officials are elected. The judge is elected. The sheriffs, sheriffs are, are elected. elected. Yeah. And when they want to go up for re-election, oh, it's really easy. Go to the nearest comic book store, find something that is, is a, a bit of a problem, blow it out of proportion, and then they can show to the, the their constituents, look how I protect your children. Film at 11. And, <laughs> yeah, we have to bring whole news yep. crews, everything no, comes no, with they them. Would. That's they would. the whole it's point. True. I'm pretty sure CTV will be the, prowling around this area. And so. the thing is, 
if you go to fight it, you could be perfectly fine. You didn't really do anything wrong. Like the one guy that he lost the store, lost his family, lost everything because he sold an adult comic, 18 up, to an adult undercover police officer. And he was in the end found guilty. Now, he had the, the books behind the counter, bagged, sealed, and you had to show ID before he even brought the box out. There was no way any kid could anywhere near it. But he was still found guilty because the prosecutor went to the jury and says, they're comic books. They're, they're for kids. They're for kids. They got in and the jury agreed with him. I know. The idea of an kids. adult comic, it should, as far as they were concerned, shouldn't exist. That probably it's, shouldn't have been a jury trial. That should have been a judge trial well, done he, by the law. He, he, he lost everything. I mean? And there's a court case going on at the moment. Mm -hmm. um, he sold, uh, didn't even sell. It was on a free comic day. You're busy. You've got all these people coming in for free comics. One of the books was more a biography of um, the artist, um, the guy that does the, the weird stuff, Picasso. Okay. He seems he liked to work in his room in the nude. So the comic has a little bit of nudity in it. Well, it got in the hold of a, a young kid as one of the free comics. Well, the parents complained. complained. The, the, the store was taken up, I think, 13 charges. Mm. Uh, they dropped some of them, but it's still going. It's cost them... Thousands and thousands, of course, hundred thousand dollars to fight this. It's gone. He's to lost everything. I mean, you can't. The, the state has unlimited funds to fight you, but you can't fight them. And if this book comes out, and all you need is somebody to complain one. and somebody just to one. feel that the, hey, here's something we can fight on. This looks almost like child pornography. We yep. can fight this. Looks like the other thing <laughs> though is we gotta talk about is the publisher again is that this could have poisoned all of their future releases oh, yeah. because no. they seem to be going more towards the bookstores than the comic wow. stores yeah. yes. through Diamond. And well, so this the is thing a is, thing to look they at. generally don't go after the big chains. You don't hear of chapters being taken to court. You don't yeah, hear yeah, of Barnes Borders being or, or Barnes Borders, and Nobles yeah. taking to court. It's gonna because be they have the big lawyers. It won't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. It's like up here, our customs is known for going after the little bookstores for our things. They've never won a court case that I know of. Yes. For, but they've constantly withhold material, constantly say it has to be inspected and goes to court that it's, this is prohibited material. They've never won, but they do it again and again and again until the bookstore finally or the distributor and what happened uh, with uh, one of the distributors we were dealing with, he just gave up. He says, I was spending more time in court than I was earning money. Doing what you love and know. Yeah. No. Yeah, and, and Terry, Terry's just, like coming through a copy of the uh, of the blog from the from the producer from the um, owner of Seven Seas. There's also a four panel comic actually that kind of depicts this. Uh, That's funny. It's kind but, of interesting in Seven Seas in that they started off kind of going of the original uh, manga from U.S. and stuff like that, and then they went towards. Um, Kashimashi, and now they're going towards Yuri and Shoujo Ai and stuff like that. So I'll be and interesting nobody, to and see nobody's, how, and nobody's playing, and still nobody's playing out to that. And we'll see how those go, how careful they're going to go, and how far they well, will go. This one well, because we have Yao, and we've seen how far they've gone with. Well, the, the Yao thing is, it so. if it comes in kind of under the wire. We had the uh, the one anime with the uh, the brother and sister. Kawaii um, Kaze, we were talking about. It yes. was. By the way, the bit controversial, but it kind of went under the wire. It got no controversy. This thing's already got controversy. 
you can't do anything now. No one's once gonna it's it. out there and it's going to be looked for. That's the thing. You cannot There's, do it anymore. I have to say this. Um, just for reference, Anime North, the um, English voices behind the two lead characters in Quarikaze. Well, oh, I talked Nanaka to them about it on lengths. Patrick Seitz and, as you said, Stephanie Say, and we talked about and they said it was just something like they talked to all the English voices beforehand and said, this is the whole script. This is what we're doing. Are you okay doing this? And they said, yes, yes. no. You get, like, this chance. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing was, talking with those two uh, briefly at, at North, they honestly enjoyed doing that. And they no. thought it was a great story. There were some they moments. Think it, it, was, it, it can be the greatest story. It can be perfectly fine. It can be legal. But if the public feels it's not, it doesn't matter. Uh, truth, accuracy, none yeah. of that matters. <laughs> no, no, go per- ahead. If the perception Ooh. is otherwise. Terry's pointing at my computer wondering what the time is. It's 38 minutes. If I have to make a second file, I'll make a second file. This is good. This is really good. We're really hitting all the points. There. No, we have to. But um, the thing is, like, what's the other one? And then there's the blogs. Because uh, we, we were just passing around a copy of the blog entry by the head of Seven Seas, and Jason DeAngelis is his name, I believe. Mm-hmm. And he and there's well, a f- the, the little strip that's on the, on the, he, the, the strip there, is actually you know. pretty humorous because that yeah. pretty much sums up his reaction, how he <laughs> felt about it. Well, that's what we are reaction to. And then they talked about the various name changes, and this has went to graphic artists to redo covers, to redo sound effects. Like they've spent tons yeah. and tons of money, and now trouble. it's all out the yeah, toilet. Yeah, but that to some extent you have that. Yeah. Any license you're dealing with yeah. when it comes yeah, to the would, graphics I and call the name. It, I wouldn't call it surprising. I mean, no. you, you always you always invest a lot. It's just that they did invest and got to this point, and yeah, yeah it went. Yeah. Yeah. But that's but what you get when you license unique. something before much is out. Yeah, uh, Dark Horse had it with Shadow Star. They mm-hmm. licenses, oh, this is not a bad little series. And then some of the later volumes came out. So on France, they canceled it outright. Mm-hmm. Dark Horse tried to keep going, but I think they well, eventually they, they stopped. Yes. Some of it. They had to do a bit of editing. There was no indication at the beginning that it was going to be like this. As you read it and started to pay attention, then you started seeing the undercurrents. The signs. And, and how and the signs. But only if you paid attention. And, he, and, and, and Jason DeAngelis actually like noted all this because I think he made the decision to, or Seven Seas made the decision to do this probably within one volume. With yeah. and, and only one volume had been known at that point. Yeah. Then yeah. he read the other two. Yeah. But um, like as much as, like, some of us will want to fault the Angelus for not not knowing what he was what what Actually, uh, Seven Seas was getting into with if this. it wasn't out how can he know the problem is if you license it when before it comes out or it's early it, it costs X number of dollars mm-hmm. if it's out for a little while and there's a few volumes and it's doing well now it's two times X dollars mm-hmm. now if there's a few more volumes and an anime is coming out now it's three times X dollars for the license so it's just sometimes you, part of a gamble yeah it's a gamble and but sometimes you win sometimes you lose now for them they were saying when they're licensing they're licensing it like basically three or two manga tokabons at a time this was part you think it's not like a full series you think this was part of a package deal with a couple of other series could be that can happen too uh sometimes you get a better price in in, on average if you do a package 
Yeah. Uh, there's lots of animes that have come out that way. You wanted the one title, well, you had to take the other one as well. Yeah. I'm, yeah. yeah. And, I, and like I said, that's my theory, and that's part of my theory as to why Kujibiki Unbalanced will come. The TV series will come out when I made all my picks. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I felt, in order, if we're going to see the Genshiken OAV, and this is assuming it's not part of the second series, Kujibiki Unbalanced will have to be in, inexplicably tied to that. Mm-hmm. Could so, be. So it's up but, to the license there, holder. There's another. Yeah, it is up to the. That's a true point. That's so. That's one side from Seven Seas. The other well, side. They were comes talking from, actually in that blog just to be quick about the name because the original Japanese name was based off an adult game, so that was bad. And then we talked about the other names like Hot for Teacher. Think Hot about Juicy that. Teacher. Yeah, and then of course, <laughs> and then of course they wanted already had problems with Please Teacher. They wanted, to, <laughs> they wanted to piggyback off the popularity of Chibi Vampire and call it Chibi Lolita. Think about that one, and that one actually went to the graphic artists and stuff like that and then mm-hmm. the creator when they went is like nope we're going with Ninfight and they couldn't yeah, basically well, and that was and that, and that they, couldn't get, they couldn't even get yeah. what was the what was the translation what's the translation of Kodomo no Jikan it's uh, like these young days or something a or child or something child's, child's life it's a child's decision. life or something it says in one of those sheets there on, on, yeah. Uh, yeah. I can't remember it but matter. it was just as bad actually it's probably we're gonna look it up on the papers. But um, the thing is, I think they could just trans gotten away with just well, translating I'm, the a child's the, time. I'm just glad it's not coming. But not looking. The sentiment is certainly not necessarily the case on the net. Well, actually, on the yeah, net, speed well. that remember how they were going after Anime News Network and uh, Zach from Answer Man. Like they were literally crucifying him, and then Tempest, the actual editor, had to do a blog and come and say, "Well, this wasn't our fault." For what? Like. About Nymphite, because they were blaming them because there was, in the Answer Man column, talking about these types of manga and animes coming out and the worries and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Well, they, Doing okay, a full I see, I see it, it, but they, they... From the question and answer and, and, perspective. And, and, and Zach is known to be, you know, he, he, he will come down on this pretty hard, this stuff type of stuff pretty hard, as mm-hmm. perhaps he should. Perhaps many of it, uh, perhaps and a good I, chunk I felt of he trip. was written a little the wrong way, you know what I mean? But they were after them, some fans. They're like, why blah, 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 you know what I mean? Mm. So, uh, well, there's, there's always hot buttons that push people one way or another. Yeah, and for everything that somebody really likes or somebody that hates, that's common. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I was yeah. kind of disappointed at first, but then once I started looking and peeling back the layers, it's just like, oh my goodness, this is just something that shouldn't be here. Not here. Yeah. Um, it's not necessarily meaning that it shouldn't be exist. Uh, well, I, I, yeah. Oh, the problem is we're looking at it from our culture. Yeah, and that and comes down to getting back to the creator. That's and that, what and that, that's a nice, that's a segue we had. That's a perfect segue because then we then there's the other side from the crea- from the blog of the creator. Uh, what, what's and I found out it's a woman. It I is. A I did not know it's. A, I did not know until just now. It's um, Karu Watashia. Something yeah, Ka- like, no. Watashi but she has no idea what the, the fuss is about. To her, it's perfectly harmless. Well, the other thing, though, is when she was translating stuff from over here, she was using an English to Japanese translator. And as they, many people say, if, yeah, if it's as bad as what happens when we do it, yeah. then God save her soul, my friend. Oh, man. And, she, and, she, and her, um, her thoughts were kind of interesting. Actually, do you want to go on with the thoughts? Um, you go ahead. I mean... Well, I think she was talking about, what was she talking about? She wasn't even talking about the scenes that uh, DeAngelis was talking about in Volume 3. She was talking about Volume 2, uh, saying that she realized differences in cultures between countries and 
She was wearing what was problematic in volume two, but no. Oh, sorry, that's the wrong one. Well, she went to the comment she meant on was the the uh, the little girl's mother was involved with her cousin. Oh yeah, that's what was. And that is perfectly fine there, which is and it's not really here. Um, and that one I don't really have a big problem with because we've seen enough anime that that's not really a big problem. Thing. Or the cousin we, taking yeah, a bath. We with the issues, uh, the girl, we make issues yeah, of the, that's a not cousin, a, yeah, cousin relationships between cousins and stuff. Like I mean, that. keep in mind that's the fact that it's discouraged and even outlawed here in North America in a chunk in a good portion of North America. Yeah. That's actually unique, apparently, or from what uh, in just, like in Europe, it's a little bit more. I think you have to be so tolerated. many cousins removed legally mm-hmm. in just uh, rem- North yeah, America. Yeah, I mean, we have, we preface it with the fact that Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip. Are distant cousins, yep. or third, at least third cousins at the closest. But things like that happen. Uh, royalty, it's very common. Uh, it's should we read on her final? Everyone is relative. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's the bad thing. Actually, should we read on her final things on this? Read it, blog? Read it. It's, because it's kind of funny. It's like on this entire affair, my honest feeling is it's unfortunate. But what can I do? While I'm at it, I'm going to post a link to the American version of Nymphite on Amazon. That will soon disappear. That, by the if way, it's that, been printed already. Please send me a copy to remember this. Laughs. And but and for reference, the uh, link and I checked this. It leads to the uh, Amazon J- Japan website. <laughs> the entry on on Amazon JP. So that, that's you know, nice. It's already bro. It's already a broken link apparently. Um, I don't like. There's that. Okay, and we and obviously we've said all of us think it. Like many of us think. You know, it's okay that it's, we're we're fine with the fact that it's not coming here. There is another side, and this was this comes from Neil. Um, first of all, first of all, he wondered, uh, and the thing is, um, I spoke with Neil Sinclair at length, like about ten minutes yesterday, and he wanted to, and he started to offer some of his thoughts. And for sure, when he comes back on the show, I, I want him to talk at length because I'm going to have trouble um, expressing a lot of what he 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 thought because. He can go a mile a minute with his thoughts, and they were good ones, actually. So, mm-hmm. but uh, and, and I will not be able to emulate any of them here. The first thought he had was: Has it been can? Um, first of all, was there a license? Did a license exist for Europe? Because this, no, when he no, said it was canceled no, no. for North America, so what no. does that mean for Europe? Well, basically, it's already thought. out there, so I doubt any European publisher is going to try and go after it. France, I haven't heard anything because France has a big manga market. But if they've already touched upon it here with the controversy, then it's probably dead in the water elsewhere. You know what I mean? So it's probably even out. Yep. Well, North America. We're all cult- that comes down to the cultural thing. We're all yeah. basically similar cultures on this type of issue. You know what um, I mean? And so. In Europe, they're a little bit more tolerant of a lot of things. Their comic mm. market there is quite a bit different from here. Uh, the the type of comics we the, the, generally their their comic market is much more um, mature oriented or adult oriented a lot of it mm-hmm. you have the kiddie stuff like you have in the UK but a lot of the more they're more graphic novels they're usually a little bit most of the stuff when it comes here is is gets marked as eighteen plus. Put it that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there, it, it's a little bit different. It's considered more mm-hmm. of an art thing rather than a 
consumed I, I, under, I understand consumed that, but when we talked about going back to the age thing and certain flags, I think this still oh, no, won't the, work out there. You know what I mean? Like yeah, there's no, still the, too it, many flags. It, I don't have problems. I think there are still. Like I well. think the flags mm-hmm. are still there. And once the controversy's out there, I can't see anybody willing to risk it. And that's probably that what happened, way. and that's what probably why it led to all the crucifying on um, all that point finger pointing on Anime News Network. Because it was point, somebody just decided to point it out, and, and keep in mind it all coincided with a crackdown on live journal as well, for, well on these type of issues. Unfortunately, it was just random coincidences building up. But the big one that probably killed it was during the booksellers and stuff like that just canceling their orders when they probably got the previews and stuff like that to inside no way, and then they. Th- Seven Seas where it is, they're more reliant on bookstores than say the previews and comic yes. book yeah. stores because. Some people, yeah, when they don't go bookstores like Dark Horse, they go to the comic book stores and still. You, make you can only money. go sell so much through the comic book stores. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there, there, there's only like four thousand of them, you know, of, of a reasonable size left. That's all there is, and pretty well near worldwide. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, there is not a, a lot, and if you rely on just that, you're not going to make much money. Neil's other point was, well, he, we, we touched on culture, and I know he had a little thing on this. Um, we can, like, I guess I guess um, he says we can write about it, but we can't draw on it, or something like that. Uh, as I said, but remember, this is all visual. We, we judged all this from our images, but chances and are stories words. like this... Yeah. Have, like stories like this have been written in the If past. it was prose, uh, I don't think there'd be as big a problem. No. Because that's what I'm saying. I said if they did just the story and toned down the visuals, it might have been fine. It's they, they threw too much at us. There, you had these, the, the story which was controversial. You have the images which is controversial. You have too much coming at us. And then so, yeah. so caused a buzz that was unwanted. Well, when you put it all together well, no, it, on the same it's page, it's just, it's just the, the the it's too many th- things to cause problems. If you had just the controversial story, but you kept the images much more tame and treated it a little bit maybe more seriously, like Koikaze, then it would have gone probably fine. But because it's assaulting you in too many levels, it became then too much and becomes more of a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, And also, prose, you can get a ha- away with an awful lot in prose because the only way you can find out if there's a problem is, is to, to read, read the whole thing. How many parents are going into the bookstore reading the entire novel before they let their kids buy it? They don't because it's you can't do it. But if they pick up this book, flip through a few pages, they right away can see that th- there's a problem. Yeah, it goes back to our conversation about the libraries and about the bookstores going in, and you can do it in one go, looking through them, and boom. We talked to lots of customers, and they all said, well, when we were young, we were reading all kinds of things, because the parents didn't know, because they couldn't read the whole thing to find out. You could get away with it, but once you add the visual element, it became too easy to see the problems. And boy, there was a bullseye here, wasn't there? Actually, uh, actually, so, I mean, Neil, I'm going to give a chance to speak whenever he comes back on the show. Because, as I said, I can't give him justice to his argument. The thing is, the problem really comes down to, you know, you can say, well, we can publish it and we'll take some controversy. No, the problem is it's not just some controversy. It could result in jail time, loss of 
your income for years, loss of business, loss of family. It could destroy you if, if you were if picked you, as a target and and held up in the courts. Yeah, you got it. And are you know you can say, well, they should bring it out. Well, are you willing to risk everything for this book? Is it worth? Is it that good and that important to risk all that? You're asking a lot from a, a store or a publisher, including a, sm a small store like this one. Have yeah. you got a strong argument to bring it out? And can you basically you put your back behind it? Because I'm thinking of Dark Horse and MPD Psycho, which just recently came out. The first volume, tons of violence, tons of blood, violence against women, and stuff like that. You violence know I mean? is okay in North America. The little bit of nudity or sex. <laughs> no, 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 can't have that. But millions of people getting killed and blasted, and all that's okay. Oh, Where boy. in most other parts of the world, you know. Um, Kiko uh, Kamen uh, wasn't allowed to be uh, on video in uh, England. Mm. Uh, she runs around in the nude fighting crime. Well, that wasn't the problem. The problem was she was using nunchucks. <laughs> well, that wasn't allowed. The fact that she was running around in the nude fighting the bad guys, that was okay. Where in North America, oh, the nunchucks would have been okay, but the fact that she was nude wasn't okay. Yeah. We're the opposite kind of... Yeah. Uh, yes. Most other parts of the world. One final thing, and I want to bring this up, and I want, and I thought this was worth bringing up this name uh, before we end off the segment. And that's this whole thing reminds me a little bit of Kitan in a remote sense. Oh. The controversy <laughs> with Kite almost a decade ago. Yeah, is about a decade ago. And you notice one thing about Kite though. The initial controversy happened. You know, they brought out the edited version. Mm -hmm. It persists. They bring out a less edited version. But then the then laws change, and then later on, I don't know if the laws change. I, I don't in think the, the law in the really... U.S. Because remember the challenge, and then basically they said, "Well, they have to rewrite the law," and they haven't really rewritten the law. And so then, under the table, years later, they bring out the full version. I don't know if yeah, it's laws. I, I think, I think it, that just the controversy just died around kite. It wasn't as as big a deal as they thought it was going to be, and they snuck it through. And oh, nothing happens. Okay, we'll bring out a little bit more. They still have not released a full hundred percent. Actually, they, actually they did. did. There was. I third, thought there was still even the last the third, one. There was still the was version, not no, much cut, but as like, as like as seconds. Far, no, the full the full thing has. Been, as far as I know, the la yeah. the third one that's out. That's okay. That's my full. understanding was that it was still there was still some uh, minor editing. It was extremely small, but it was still not uncut. It was, it was still not identical to the think, Japanese release. Yeah, so uh, so I'll end off by saying: Does anyone think like uh, something like that will die here? Do you think this one will die? Do you think a controversy surrounding Nymphet will die to the point it may be actually safe to bring it out here? It could happen. Anything um, possible. Anything's possible, and. Who knows? Down the road, they might be then going after something else, and then you can get it out there, and Sneak nobody it. will care. Mm -hmm. um, it's just whatever is in the public perception, you know. At, that mo at the very moment it happens. Yeah. And right now, this is the. Uh, There's probably lots the, uh, of, of books of that are flavor. could be a problem, just nobody's noticed. Yep. Fair enough. Anyway, uh, I think we've talked about this enough. Uh, we. Uh, We've beaten, well, there's our two cents and probably a couple more. <laughs> uh, as I said, um, uh, $56. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Neil's going to have a say when he comes back on. I know Courtney will have a say when she comes back on this show. I'm, I'm sure it'll be like another like 50 hour discussion. Oh no, we it. will. And you know what? Um, I have nothing against it. Cause as I said, there's a lot of angles to take from this and this is a really interesting story.
So, you know, if, thinking it would be worth talking it, about I, it. I, I'd say probably the manga is dead in the water, but I think the anime, depending on how they go about the story, is generally still possible anime years is, later. is toned down from. Depending uh, on so where they broadcast manga. it. Let's see what happens then. So, uh, when's, oh, it set? We'll when's the anime set? This summer, I think, in July. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'll get a couple downloads of that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take the break. Um, we'll shoot off a couple bullets uh, in a couple seconds. Bang, uh, bang. Bang, bang. Gonna load up the gun. Bang, bang. It's the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. I remember watching the trailer for Koei Kaze at uh, Otakon, and mm, this could be like an interesting character drama. You've got the older man, and then the younger woman, and maybe they're like forced to live together, and they have to learn how to get along with each other, even though they're from vastly different generations. Kind of like the would, little girl in Panda Go Panda. We're not going to talk about that again. Which would be like a pretty good show, considering the situation of Japan today, where there's this incredible generational gap. But instead, no, it's about finding your little sister's panties in the dryer and then rubbing them all over your face while you masturbate in the bathroom. Yeah. As soon as I saw Koei Kaze on the screen, I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> Dave and Joel's Best Karate for the Gentleman. The anime podcast for people who don't like anime. Or podcasts. Find us online at www.daveandjoel.com. What I've just noticed uh, where we stand on time. That conversation is good, uh, but unfortunately, it's also about to de- run out this file. GarageBand, as we've mentioned in the past, will only allow you, or at least my version of GarageBand, will only allow you to make a file that's approximately one hour. And ooh, the phone's ringing. We'll give, give them a chance to get that. One hour and so, so one hour and approximately five minutes. So um, we're gonna. Start a new file and um, continue the show on that. So give us a give us a hit in a couple seconds. The other file will go upstairs. 